he got beat by 60 last time out <laughs> which is bad <laughs> that's a, it got I, my I, let me tell, let me give you some advice never play a horse that's got a zero, a zero buyer the last well race. so here's my theory though okay he at least at least he didn't fire at all at least he didn't run as hard as he could and get fifth in that race. There were these two racing dudes named Aaron and Jared who had advice on racing and they wanted to share it. Started a website where players go to see all their picks. The goal was make the fans some money and to cut down the risk. They put the plan into motion and at first it seemed silly. Make a website where the expert picks are freer than Willie. From a racetrack veteran to just a beginner. There's one place that you want to go to find you a winner. As a matter of fact, I want to hit the exact. There's only one site that you'll keep coming back to. So next time that the horses all line up at the post, make sure you use the website that'll win you the most. Whether Churchill, Oakland, Gulfstream Park, Saratoga, and all tracks in between, there's only one site to go to. When it comes to your racing needs and all of your bets, plus it's got a catchy name that no one ever forgets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. What is up? I'm Drake Welch. It is Thursday, March 9th, and this is off. What's up, man? What's up, guys? Looks like the whole gang's here up in the chat. Everybody's having fun. It's a Thursday. It's ready. It's time. Let's do it. I know. For the people that just listen to the after, you know, the, the regular podcast and aren't attending these live like uh, a lot of our yeah our dude nation does um it, it it's always we always where we always start our gulf stream time on blinkers off you know if we start if it's at 1 30 which was today we start at what's well, 1 36 now and that's always and i think everyone knows that but it's always funny to see as we're sitting here talking you and me the chat just blowing up like people wait like come on come on at this point people i think know that if you if you show up at 1 30 you're early you're definitely early. I told everybody on the Dude You Bet Sports Show we'll be live at 1.38. So <laughs> usually it's 1.38, only because Facebook makes you go live at 1.38. Yeah. So uh, we're early today. So you've done well. You've done very well. Yeah, that's the I, – I, I do have an issue, though. Like, that's how I – like, my life operates. Like, so, like, 1.38, right, that's the deadline. So to me, that's the time I need to be – make sure I've – it's just that's how I am with everything. Like, it's like, okay. Correct. Like in the morning, say we get, I get the boys around and we're early. I'm like, oh, we got five minutes to kill before we need to leave. The next thing you know, it's been 15 minutes and now we're late. That's what I do. I hate being early for anything. (laughs) Well, listen, you're early. You're two minutes early. 138 was was the deadline. So you've done very good. I'm very proud of you. Well, all right. Well, I'm here. Uh, My, my uh, assistant is here somewhere. So we'll find out how long uh, that goes before we. We get an appearance from him, but for the time being, it's just you, me, and all of us uh, listening to uh, Bleakers Off today. And Alterman, you know, we have a, you know, from compared to last weekend, a, a below level um, derby prep weekend, just the one of the Tampa Bay Derby. But last weekend, it, we knew going into it, it was going to be a big weekend, and it it kind of lived up to that. It really did. I mean, uh, Forte's back did very, very well. You should just pat him on the back. It was a really good first race. So he kind of solidified himself. And then we saw Practical Move run a very good race uh, at Santa Anita and the San Felipe. So those two performances were fantastic. Uh, you know, the Gotham, 
definitely produced an exciting race. I don't think you're going to see many derby horses out of it, but uh, those two races were solid by the winners there. I was I was very impressed with what we saw. I've got Forte ranked one. I've got Practical Move ranked two after the after uh, last weekend. Really good races. Well, I mean, I think obviously uh, I put Practical Move <clears throat> three. I kept Arabian Night two. Forte obviously stayed. I've been you know I I I'm, like you. I've been ranking Forte number one all year um yeah i mean to me he couldn't have came back any better uh you don't want to see him you know too much from him but you definitely wanted to see him do enough and to me it looked like he was just the same forte as we saw last year you know like he just kind of blew the doors off of him uh never really had to do much just kind of asked showed him the whip and he was gone um i thought he beat the, the the group like he should and <clears throat> set himself up for, you know, we, we talk about this and we'll talk about it in a second with Tappet Trice and the Tampa Bay Derby. Fletcher, I mean, I think you and I coined this phrase, the, the Fletcher progression. And we've said it, we've been saying it for 10 years, you know, like, and, and that's what he's doing. You know, he's, he's it, Forte will be a little bit better next time. And then we'll hopefully he's really good in the Kentucky Derby. You know, that's the plan. Yeah, that definitely is. They're going to build him up with uh, another race and then pop that third race off the layoff like a lot of them like to do. Uh, it reminded me a lot of Tis the Law. And when he was winning down in Florida, just kind of did it pretty easy. Kind of socked the pace. Maybe there was a second where you think, oh, I don't know. And then and they kind of ask him to go get him. He goes and gets him. And then he puts him away. And so that's what you wanted to see. The big difference between Forte and Practical Move is we've seen Forte do this time and time again. We've seen Practical Move run that kind of giant race once. Yes, I know he did win two races back, but he didn't look anything like he looked at Santa Anita last weekend. He's going to need to do it again for me to think he can beat a horse like Forte, but I do concede that that kind of performance is what it's going to have to take to beat him. Let's see him do it again. That's going to be the next big test for him in the Santa Anita Derby. Um, it was a fantastic race, so for Practical Move, we just know Forte is a little bit more uh, established and a little bit more, I guess, reliable is the word that we've seen him do it over and over again. My fear, and I, it's a very small fear. Like to me, Forte is the horse that is most likely horse to win multiple legs of the of the of the Triple Crown. I mean, I don't think there's a question there. Um, if you don't have him ranked number one, <clears throat> I don't know what else you're looking for at this point. Um, but I do wonder, you know, because like. I did a video this if you haven't go you know go look at it I did uh, three two really with a bonus horse horses that I believe as of right now the only three horses that can win the Kentucky Derby and obviously Forte is one of those but you do kind of wonder if and just this is just thinking like worst case scenario is like if he comes back and he's still really good and he never he's kind of like an epicenter a little bit where he, he runs really well continues to run well but then one horse just pops in the derby you know like one horse just does enough to win and maybe it's not rich strike-esque but maybe it's someone that hasn't been super great and finally pops in the derby whereas forte runs really well and runs second or third but maybe it, it what if he doesn't progress keep progressing forte that is and someone else pops that's my concern and, I, and let me be clear like that's a very small concern it's not, not something i'm thinking about but on the, if you're thinking about worst case scenarios, to me, that's it. I worry about that, right? 
in the first race at Gulfstream and then in the second race in Gulfstream and then in the third race at Gulfstream. That's the difference, in my opinion. Like, that's not something that's just uh, limited to the Kentucky Derby. That's every horse race that's ever been run. And that's a very valid concern, <laughs> to be very clear. But I I don't know a situation where I can predict when a horse is going to jump up and run way better than he's ever ran before. If you can ever figure that out, don't really have any trouble betting horse racing. <laughs> You'll but be a rich man, yeah. For me, we, I, I go into every race worried about that, and I also go into every race conceding that I have no idea when a horse is going to jump up and do that. So, yeah, that is concerning, but it's concerning day in and day out with the sport. That's what makes this sport tough because what you're saying happens all the time. Oh, I mean, when you play tournaments too, it's like magnified just because your your goal of playing tournaments is to find value, right? Find those horses that are illogical, so to speak. And when you thought you had a good one at like eight to one, and then the 30, 40 to one pops up and wins. And you're just, you, I always go back and I think it's a great, I mean, I think anybody needs to do this is like, you go back and look at the form, right. And be like, what did I miss? How, like you said, like, how can I figure out when, the, when these horses like this are going to pop? And there's just like, you look at the form and you just, you just scratching your head and you're like, I have no, like you can never, ever, ever, get there with that kind of horse and so that's what makes it like you said makes it fun but also makes it incredibly rewarding when you you do get lucky enough to hit one of those say you liked red route one or reincarnate in the rebel how could you have predicted that confidence game was going to pop with a race much larger than we had seen out of confidence game before yeah you know like that that's just the first one that comes to mind it's like you know, Shoddy owns Red Route One and, and Kelby loved Red Route One in that race. And they were right. He dominated the horses that you were worried about going into that race. But he got beat by a horse that just decided, well, I think I'll run a really big race today. And yeah, that, that that is where well, I mean your concerns are horse racing in a nutshell. <laughs> and so <laughs> yeah, that could definitely well, happen. I mean, listen, go rocket ride probably ran a race good enough to win most San Philippe's, but I didn't think practical move would improve many links in that race. And he did. So yeah. you just tip your hat, you know, you know, and with him, like with, 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 with those two, but really practical move, it's like, I'm just, he's, he's, uh, he's the frustrating horse for me because I'm like, I'm, I'm still not sold on him, and I know I should be, I'm still giving him respect. I've ranked him third. But I'm just, <clears throat> I kind of feel like I don't want to get too high on him because I'm wondering if he can, it's like, it's like you said, I didn't think he could do that. And he continues to do that. He keeps doing that every race. You know, he keeps beating, the, you know, in the low South charity, he beats the Bafferts. He comes here, beats the, the other Bafferts, you know, the other Bafferts, the horses that used to be Bafferts. Like he just continues to say, you know what? I don't care that you don't think I can do this. So I don't know, even if he wins the Santina Derby, I'm not, I still don't know how I'll be, I'll be real honest with you. I don't know that how I can pick him to win the Kentucky Derby. If he wins, the San, if he wins the Sandy to Derby, like he won the San Philippe, I will, he'll probably be my pick. See, and say, for, what if Forte runs a nice race again in the Florida Derby? I just don't know how I could pick over him. That's fair. And it probably will come down to those two and, and fair assessment. But my, what I'm trying to get at, my biggest worry is, We've seen horses for years and years and years run one race that's really, really good. 
And while they still can run other races that make them decent horses, they never get back to that, that top, top effort. So he showed us a top, right? There's without any debate. That was a top effort from him so far. If he can pair it up with another top effort, then you start to think, okay, he's for real. This isn't a flash in the pan. This wasn't, I mean, I'm not calling him a flash in the pan or a fluke, but this, this 100 buyer, this gallop out where I'm just dominating everybody, this I'm in my race by myself. This is actually a thing. Like this is actually real. That's where I'm at with him. So like, if he like, runs another hundred buyer and wins by four or five and gallops that way ahead of everybody. Again, it tells me he's for real. He's at least in the realm of Forte, I think is, I guess probably the better way of putting it uh, than just, Hey, he's going to be my pick. Cause you're right. Forte could dominate again as well. We've seen it though. Rock your world. Everybody said, Oh, rock your world. Oh my God. How are they going to beat the source? He popped a huge race and then he never was able to do it again. That's yeah. the challenge of practical move now. Can he do it again? Well, I think, and I don't, I mean, I do think the San Felipe was a pretty solid race in terms of who was in it. But, you know, you look at the, the Los Alpha charity, it's like, okay, he beat Carmel Road and Arabian Lion. Okay, we know those horses aren't very good. Um, and then this race, he faced, you know, go rack a ride, ran, like you said, ran a really good race, but it was only second start. Like he was up against a lot there, had to go wide and then had to cut inside. Of course, Jazzy wasn't very good. Point is, you know, and practically we've got a dream trip. Point is, like, he needs some sort of test adversity, I think, for me to get in order to be like, okay, not only does it look flashy, but, I mean, Go Rock and Ride will be better next time out. If he, he's going to Stanton Derby, he'll be better. And whoever show, who else is in that race, like, those horses, those lightly raced horses are going to be better in that Skinner should be better. I don't necessarily love Skinner, but point is, these horses should be better another start. So if he can do it again, to your point, then I'll be a lot more sold on him um, versus I don't want to say he's had a cakewalk, but he's just because he's doing everything we, we you can do. What do you, you ask? And he's doing it easily. Haven't seen him. That's more is more than anything else. It's like it's not I'm not saying he's had a cakewalk either. We just we just haven't seen enough of him. Yeah. I know. Same with Go Rocket Ride. It's like I think he's pretty good, but we just we just don't know. We haven't seen a lot of him. And to be honest, same with Arabian Night. Ran one race around one turn, and then he ran in the slop going two turns against, I mean, horses that aren't that good going two turns. So what is he? You know, we we don't have a lot of data on those horses. Yeah, Shadi says, I, you know, Go Rocket Ride ran huge for a second. I thought he, he did. ran massive. Uh, yep. Not only that, he, you know, he he had, he was, Hajazi was out in front of him, putting pressure on him. Obviously, he had, a, then he had the other. Yeah, Tina on the other side, uh, kind of putting pressure on him. Looked like for a millisecond that, okay, he's not going to fire at all. Mm-hmm. But in reality, I think it was the optics of Hijazi kind of pushing him out further. Then he cut inside, and it was like he kept coming, you know. Granted, no doubt about it, practical move was had the best performance. He just kept coming. That was a, I thought that was a nice gutty effort for a horse that was kind of learning – all this kind of as he goes. So I expect him to be really good next time out. And you would think, you know, Halterman, you made a point. I think it was on this live show, maybe to me afterwards, but like if Jazzy's not in that race, you know, you wonder if things could have been different just from a pace standpoint. Like if, if go rock and ride has the ability to, to set dictate the speed, he showed late in the race that he's not going to quit either, which I thought was pretty telling. 
if Hajazi's not in the race, I think it becomes close. I, I still think it, it was a situation where practical move just ran too good that day. But if Go Rocket rides out on an easy lead, I, I don't know, maybe. Now, one thing about it, they didn't go as fast as I kind of thought they would. So he didn't get like the worst trip as far as he went too fast. But the problem was he was doing a lot of things for the first time. And a lot of things were very new to him in that race. So I think he can really move forward off of it. And it's just the, the, the thought process of how big of a jump can he make? And then can he do it again? I mean, he just seems to be behind the eight ball from a timing standpoint more than anything else. But a talent situation, he's up there. I mean, I think he's got talent. And I think that's what that race proved more than anything else. This is a talented horse. Is he going to be a derby winner or an experienced enough horse to do that? I'm skeptical, but come whatever they try to run him in in the summer, maybe that horse is going to be a big, big time player. Yeah, I'm, you know, and Mandela said the same thing. Obviously, he's like, we're going to the Stanley Derby, but like everything has to go perfect from here on out in order to basically get him to the Derby. And, you know, and I'm with you. I, I don't necessarily believe he's a Derby horse, although he probably will be in the Derby, I'd say. Um, I, I just think maybe his better days are going to be down the road. Uh, kind of like I, I, he's not a huge threat for me just because he's so we, we know how that is like unless your name is justify it's just it's just a lot to ask of these horses so quickly to turn it you know and, and you never know too like you know maybe could that could that rate that race uh saturday took a lot out of him you know and maybe yeah. you know we don't know how he's going to come back from that race either because he's he's only a second start you know so we'll just a lot to find out yeah, if he were mine, I would be already thinking about the Travers and races like that, <laughs> but uh, he's not. And I know that's not how most people think that own horses. But yeah, he he definitely also, like said, he could. Wow, he ran so huge that he maybe bounces a little bit. But listen, he's got talent. And that's the thing. Um, we knew he had talent, but he's got like the ability to be a derby horse after just three starts without any doubt. And so hopefully he runs well in San Diego Derby. I think he will. I think. I think Arabian Night will go out of town, and I think it'll be those two horses that finish one, two in the San Felipe. I think they'll be right there in that one. And then Cave Rock's got to go somewhere, Jared. I, I, you tell me. I don't know where he's running. I don't know what the plan is with this horse, but that seems like a logical race for Cave Rock to be in as well. I, I mean, I did see he had to work today, so I, I don't know. He's still with Bob Baffert, so not able to pick up points, but uh, perhaps they run a Santinia Derby into Preakness or something, you know, like maybe that's the, the idea. Um, it would be kind of funny, uh, you know, Magic made a reference to this uh, uh, the other day. It's like, wouldn't it be funny if Bob Baffert, you know, he gives all these horses away to, to Yakteen and Yakteen, of course, wins with his, his original horse mm -hmm. and practical move. And then, here comes Cave Rock with the Bob Baffert and shows up and just dusts them all. Like, you know what? That's a big F you to everybody. I didn't give you my best horse. I just dominated this race and I can't even go to the Derby. See you at the Preakness. Yeah. We're winning that thing. I mean, I kind of love it, to be honest with you. I think that'd be amazing. Kind of makes sense that that could happen. If you look at the, the spacing and he's starting to get into the work tab, he went five furlongs today. I mean, We'll see. I the mean, the question is, is where, where, is, I mean, if it, if it's not a derby prep, what is he going to, like, is he obviously is a stake, he's running the stakes. 
So where is he? Where would he run? I mean, do they try like the Lexington? Go Lexington Preakness? Maybe, but the Lexington is still over a month away. That's just it. I mean, to me, he's ready to go right at that San, like that San Lina Derby timeline, Sunland Derby, San Lina Derby, all those last preps. He's right there. Like that's when he should be able to be ready to run. Sunland Derby might make sense. Um, yeah. I mean, just because it's like a bullshit race, anyways, and it, it doesn't seem like the type of race you go bring a horse like that to, right? I mean, but to your to that point, like, what race is? I mean, I don't know what kind of horse is he. I don't know. Like, where, where he's obviously the way he's handled them, it's yeah. super odd, right? Um, yep. yep. It would be kind of cool to see. To Michael's point, like it wouldn't, it would be the to me the best situation is to have Cave Rock get to the Preakness seemingly unscathed with Forte winning the Derby, right? The two best three year olds, there's no question. And those two match, you know, we have that matchup. Plus, on top of that, you've got the list of maybe Arabian Knight is in there, or maybe some randoms that are pretty good are kind of developing late. So the Preakness has the chance to be the, the race of the triple crown. If, if we can get something like that. Well, we've seen that movie before. Yep. yep. It really wasn't sure. that exciting of a movie. It was kind of a blowout movie. Yeah. So. We, it wasn't no question. Really. really um, that race was never in question once they made the turn. So, I mean, but it would be awesome to see it again. Um, you know, I don't know. We'll find out. Um, Cave Rock is a question mark, but we know Forte is a real deal. All right, let's get to today's show because we're going to preview and get picks for Saturday's $400,000 Tampa Bay Derby at Tampa Bay Downs. It's a 50-point prep race for the 2023 Kentucky Derby. Then we'll give some rapid-fire selections at uh, Oaklawn Park, Santinia Park, and t- back at Tampa Bay. Oaklawn has the Azari, has the matchup between Clarier, the return of Clarier, and Secret Oath. It's a hell of a race. Um, just... Two really good Phillies matching up, so we'll get to that in rapid fire soon. Let's go. Dave says, "What movie is that? The Breeders' Cup Juvenile." You saw <laughs> yeah, that movie? Go watch it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Paul and Pearl runs in uh, the Holder Mile. That's an interesting move. Mm-hmm. There's a you know, Brad Cox has got a horse in there. I really like in the Beholder Mile. There's interesting how they split up some of those horses that could have ran in these area you know yeah i know definitely i i feel like all of them will meet in the apple blossom but well not all of them but the ones that run well i kind of thought i was like me this feels too short for we'll get to it but pauline's pearl like i don't know like i thought pauline's pearl would want to go longer like i don't know yeah yeah or maybe they're they i, I would so. agree with that before we start I don't know what the answer to this question is, but the question is, what is next for National Treasure? No word on that. Haven't heard. So they acted like it was pretty minor, the issue, but he also didn't, he really didn't say what, right? Yeah. You got to think maybe he's a Santina Derby prospect as well, I guess. That's a weird uh, to go all the way uh, to the Santina Derby off of that one race way back in February. So the sham I'm talking. So that'll be interesting. Well, we'll see. I mean, yeah, that's another another thing too. It's like, how much do they, you know, it's like, how much do they rush these horses? Someone like that, that might be a little banged up. If he's got, you know, ton to, a ton of options, including one of his own, you know, his original own barn, like you almost just think, maybe we don't push it with this one, you know, mm-hmm. you wait. So that, that's it. Yeah. They've got so many options. You just, 
you never know. And the race is on in the Lamb Home South Tampa Bay Derby. All right, Tampa Bay Downs on Saturday. The grade three Tampa Bay Derby. This is race 11. Uh, 400K for three-year-olds going to mile 16th. Huge field of 12 lines up for this one. Headline by your 8-5 to five morning line favorite. First, I'm seeing these morning line odds, Halterman. 8-5 to five favorite. Number six, Tappet Trice out of the Todd Pletcher barn. And by the way, the second choice of the race, nine to two, also from the Todd Pletcher barn, Shesterkin, who got beat, smoked, actually, by Tappet Trice last out. They both come here and are your top two choices for the Tampa Bay Derby. I mean, I looked at this race. Obviously, I'm biased to Tappet Trice. I've liked this horse for a long time. But still, I'm just the way I do it. I try to beat the favorite. And my goodness, this is... Not a good field. <laughs> you know, it, it's basically the leftovers from the Sam F. Davis that aren't, weren't very good and, and probably the worst prep we've seen so far this year. And then Tappy right. Trice and Shesterkin, the one-two finishers of that allowance race where we kind of thought it'd be a showdown between those two horses. And God, for my money, God, I, I just feel like those two horses, Tappy Trice and Shesterkin, are better than the rest of this group. So... Let's not forget, Litigate came here and won this race with a 76 buyer. And it's basically the same horses entered back. Let's let's not forget also that Tappet Trice is, uh, is, is, ran an 87 and a 92 his last two races. Races that he would have dominated or, you know, numbers he would have dominated that race. I honestly, I look at that. To me, this is the easiest field to handicap because it's like you said, like every race or every horse, it feels like is coming from that Sam F. Davis. And I hated that race. So it's like, if they basically have Sam F. Davis in their past performances, I don't want them. I was like, I thought a horse like Kings Barnes might show up here. I would totally pick him to win this race. Yeah. Kings Barnes going to the Louisiana Derby. That sounds like the plan there. Yeah. But yeah. And to the point, it's like Tappa Trice, I know is better than Kings Barnes. So I, I, it just this was a very easy one to handicap. The only interesting thing that I found about this race, the nine Shesterkin was four to five in that allowance race, and Tapatrice was six to five. So they they obviously thought Shesterkin was better than Tapatrice, they being the betters, and kind of off their maiden wins, Shesterkin was a little bit more impressive and a little bit faster. Now that doesn't mean anything. Because when they face each other, Tabatrice wins by eight. So if you wanted to try to, hey, I'll stick with Shesterkin because he's going to be the price, I wouldn't totally say, no, nah, don't do that. But the negative is, Irad Ortiz rode this horse twice. He doesn't ride him here. And he's on another horse in this race. That's a terrible sign. <laughs> so I know. I'll give me Tabatrice all day long. Honestly, if it's close, I'll be surprised. It that to me that was a huge. I was weird, right? You just if I if you said Ortiz is going to be at the Tampa Bay Derby, it's just Sherkin's going too. You'd say, well, okay, he's riding that horse. You know, that's what he's ridden, and mm -hmm. the fact that he's on on Classic Legacy and not and not that horse uh, is interesting. Classic Legacy is getting, I think, is getting the most steam out, out of this race that's not trained by. Uh, Todd Pletcher. And I mean, obviously, deservingly so. I mean, it's the next best choice uh, past those two. Classic Legacy finished fourth. 
um, was 10 to one in the Sam F Davis finished fourth kind of came up late. You had the feeling of if someone's going to be closing, not named Tappet Trice classic legacy seems to be that horse to me. He's nothing more than like, I, I think playing this, this, the uh, straight Tappet, the, 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 the Pletchers six mm-hmm. over nine. 69. I mean, how could you go wrong with that bet? And if you want to get make it interesting, go six, not nine with uh three or something, you know, in case it gets I just don't know how tap it trice to me with this field. And and to be clear, I do think tap it trice is the is the goods. I do, I think he's that way now. Not really. I think he's can continues to get better with each race. With that said. It's this is just as much about him, the talent I think he has, and how bad the field is, right? It's, it's, if there was anyone else in here, I might try to beat Tappet Trice, to be honest. But it's just like, who, who are you going? He, he would, he could stop for popcorn in the turn and still get hit the board in this race. I feel like, like, I just don't, a lot of these horses halts are in are like, I wouldn't be surprised if a bunch of these horses in this race are running and claiming races at some point this year. Like it's not, it's not a great field. No. And, and honestly, I don't have a ton of interest in classic legacy because I rads aboard. And I think this horse is going to take money, more money than it should. Yeah. More money than he should. It kind of, this feels like the mage of the field. Uh, Last week we had mage and it's like, I don't hate mage, but that that horse is crazy taking that kind of money. That kind of feels like classic le- legacy here. He hasn't done enough to warrant being any less than the six to one morning line. And if you get on Twitter and you look at all these things, it kind of feels like classic legacy is going to be four or five to one. And while I don't, obviously I love Irad getting aboard, and obviously I'm not like sitting here saying I hate classic le- legacy. I hate him if he goes to four or five to one. Now. If he floats up from that number, then that's one I would think about using underneath. So for him, it's all about the price. You know, what kind of price are we going to get on him? I Listen, my bomb is the number 10 champion's dream. Fully acknowledging he got beat by 60 last time out, <laughs> which is bad. <laughs> a, it got, I, my, I, let, me tell, let me give you some advice. Never play a horse that's got a zero, a zero buyer. The well, race. so here's my theory, though. Okay. He at least at least he didn't fire at all. At least he didn't run as hard as he could and get fifth in that race. You can just, <laughs> you just draw a line through it. It's like, okay, if he can kind of get back to some of his other races, maybe he's sitting there 20, 30 to one. We'll use him for a bomb in that second and third spot. Because I I mean I'm with you. Like I feel like the old six nine exact is gonna happen, but you if you're gonna play the try, you gotta get somebody involved at a price. I thought the 10 was one. If you drew a line through the last one, maybe he can get up and at least get a piece of it. But I mean, it's it's dicey after after the six. It really is. Uh, if 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 you if we're going crazy, if you get the two horses, I, I would be interested in um, just because I liked them prior to the Sam F. Davis and their respective races and the Holy Bull. That would be the two Sappy Josephs, which kind of round out the field. Prairie Hawk, I think was my pick in the same at Davis, which is a great pick. Oh, oh, barely beat your horse yeah. uh, last time out. And then the other one, Lord Miles, yeah, he's better than the way he ran in that Holy Bull. I thought he ran pretty well in the Mucho Macho, man. It, you know, the one thing about it is, we, and that's probably the thing that gives me the most pause is, as you know, Tampa is such a quirky track. 
you know, weird things can happen. Um, the horses that haven't ran there. And so if Tappet tries for whatever reason, doesn't fire or can't quite, you know, cause you know, to be in, to be clear, like in Dennis, man, Dennis hates Tappet tries he runs off the board. Like he definitely doesn't have like a visual, like one, one second he's in, in fourth and next second he's in first by a length. He's very, he's a grinder. He keeps, he's got that real long stride. He just keeps coming. He keeps coming. That's why obviously he looks like he's bred to go forever. And he is. Um, so if for whatever reason he, that motor he can't get going and this you know he can't get his feet underneath him at this track or whatever, then things could get kind of weird. And that's why I like Shesterkin um, to steal the thing if that were to happen. And that's just it. Like he, if he doesn't fire, sure he could finish off the board. If he runs his last race, forget it. He's going to run off the board as in they won't see the second place horse just like last time out. Like. I don't know what about the last. You watch the last race. What about it makes you think he can't beat these horses? That's that's where I'm at with that. And I'm listen. I'm not completely sold on him, but I think he can beat like Dreaming of Kona and Mikey Bananas and Groveland. I mean, it just there's just nothing that gets me real interested to bet besides him. Right, and you and you you kind of alluded to it, and I'll say it. it's like this feels like. Uh... It's one of those races that there's not a lot. I mean, I wouldn't say there's not a lot to gain. It's a derby prep and you're going to get in the derby if you win here. But you know what I mean? Like from a, I feel like no matter what, even if he blows them out, you're still going to be like, well, that was really good. He is what I thought he was, but he beat classic car wash or whatever. You know what I mean? So you're like, you kind of, you're still, even though it's a good performance, you're still waiting to see. And you kind of said it earlier to me privately, like, We'll find out how good a horse he is in the bluegrass, you know, and maybe it's that next race for him um, to see what kind of horse he is. But I mean, by all all accounts, he should roll in this race, regardless of who is in the race. Um, Luis Saez <clears throat> coming in to ride chose to come here versus staying at, or going to Oakland to ride uh, Secret Oath, who makes her return. And in typical D Wayne quote right he doesn't he doesn't like kind of sugarcoat it or say well you know we had to make it he, he literally tells what the conversation was yeah about how Luis Saez says he has a derby a derby mount he thinks he's gonna win the Tampa Bay Derby so he we didn't have him but he, you know good luck getting the mount back if we win on Saturday well yeah and his quote was Saez is going to that horse and it wasn't just the Tampa Bay Derby he thinks he's got a mount that can win the Kentucky Derby or at least compete in the Kentucky Derby and he thinks he's a really nice horse so read on that what you will but he did choose tap a trice and to go to tampa over going to ride a, you know secret oath at oakland um that seems like a no-brainer to me as well because i think this is a slam dunk win and i think secret oath well we'll talk about that later i don't know that she's a slam dunk win by any means in the azari i don't even think she's gonna win <laughs> yeah. so um she's up against it big time what what are the i'm, I'm curious because i'm kind of I'm, I'm I'm open to hearing you out, Dennis. But like, I know it from a buyer standpoint, he's a huge standout in this race. What does he get time in time for him? Uh, yeah, let's look here. He is a huge standout, except for the nine. <clears throat> the okay, nine so ran. If the nine runs that maiden race, which was seven furlongs at Gulfstream, then the nine can can definitely beat the six. The rest of them can't. They they don't match up numbers wise 
Yeah. Um, Tabit Trice ran a 92 buyer that day. He beat Shesterkin. Um, Shesterkin ran an 82 buyer. That's what that's what is, is interesting. Ran an 82 buyer in the same race you're talking about. So he was still 10 points better than Shesterkin's high buyer last time out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you look at it that way, it doesn't seem like it could be close versus yours where it could be. But all I know is I don't need a lot. Like sometimes just visually, you can just tell like that horse is just better than the rest of them. And that's kind of what I'm going off here. So, all right, <clears throat> we're both on Tappet Trice, number six Tappet Trice. I kind of mentioned it. I'll just get your final thought. Like what needs to happen? Does anything need to happen? Like how, how high are you willing to rank him with a win here? Um, are you on the wait and see with him no matter what happens? Like, where are you at with him on, after this race or before this race even? Well, I've got him in the top five right now, but he's a distance behind the top three. It's like there's three and then the rest, like, you know, four through whatever you could interchange them. So, yeah, this would be a nice step to kind of lock yourself in with those top five, six positions. But, you know, you're going to have to wait until that last prep where he faces somebody a little bit better before you you really get confident on him. But yeah, I mean, he just, he needs to win and he needs to look decent. Um, that's it. <laughs> you know, if he could, if he could come out and just kind of have a workmanlike win like Forte had, you would love it. That'd be tremendous. And so that's what I'm looking for, for him. And listen, if he loses, I'm tossing him. It's over. You can't, I'm I, even if you hate this track, you cannot lose to these horses and be taken serious. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's a, it's a wild thing because it's like, you could, because for me, I have him ranked fifth right now, um, kind of similar to year. Like, I feel like Forte, Arabian Night, Practical Move, those are, like, kind of solidifying themselves on those top three. And then, like, Instant Coffee, Tap It Trice, Red Route One, Hit Show, kind of those kind of horses. If he does, if he dom- dusts them like I think he's going to, then to me, he fall- he's, he's going to go to four. He'll, he'll pass Instant Coffee on my list, but he'll still he'll be more solidified as a top four, like you're saying, versus interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe willing to move up with another effort wherever we see him next. But yeah, I'm with you. And on to that point, if he doesn't win, he's not even in my top 10. And honestly, I don't know how you can rank him in your top 20 um, if he doesn't win because he's he has zero points, right? Like he, he's this is his first try at something like this. So if he doesn't win against this field, I don't know how you can feel like he is one of the 20 best horses for the Kentucky Derby. Well, I mean, to, to put a bow on it, if he doesn't win, it means he's not as good as Litigate because Litigate came in here and won. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's not even the best uh, Pletcher. Uh, he's not, not even you know, the not, second or third best Pletcher if he doesn't win. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Say no more. Tap it, Trice. Should win. Needs to win. Has to win in order to be the horse we think he is in the Tampa Bay Derby. <laughs> All right, time for rapid fire. Let's go. We're going to go to uh, Oakland to kick things off here. Boy, this is a doozy. This might be, you know, this really might be the race of the weekend. Race nine, the Azari Stakes, grade two, 350K for Phillies and Mares, four-year-olds and up, going one and one-sixteenth miles. We kind of alluded to this race earlier with the idea of Luis Saez leaving and not riding Secret Oath here. You're coming back off the bench, five to two. Clarier, the other horse coming off the bench here. Six to five. Those two, obviously, last time we saw them in the Breeders' Cup distaff, Clarier did everything but win that day. Six to five on uh, what I'd say the favorite to win um, 
some sort of Eclipse Award honors. Uh, older uh, Mayor, I'd say, has to be the favorite as of the year starting. I've been ranking her as a top 10 just horse period in the older thoroughbreds this year just because I think that she has a huge ceiling to what she could do this season. Clarier, Halterman, 6-5. to five. What do you think her versus Secret Oath here? By the way, if you want to go into a deep depression, rank the top older horses in the country. Rank the top 10. And, I dare and you'll you. be like... Oh God, we're bad right now. You, you can't. You forget about horses. Like you, you like you start just throwing horses out there, thinking, "No, oh, no, I haven't seen that horse yet." But I hopefully they're good because we don't have anyone else. Yeah. Really then you bad. rank the three-year-olds, you'd have much better. Anyway, all right, let's go on to the race here. Hopefully, Clary Air can start off with a win. I really believe she is gonna be tough in this spot. I think she's gonna outclass this group. Uh, this this is a solid group, but I don't think there's any absolute world beaters in here. Um, Secret Oath is a horse that Clarier was able to defeat pretty easily the last time they met. Uh, I think a mile and 16th will kind of help Secret Oath a bit. Maybe she can get away from Clarier, but I think Clarier does enough. I think if Asprey's got her ready to run off this layoff, she's going to be tough. So I went with the three Clarier. Yeah, I... I mean, I you, you try. Thing is, like the horses you would want to try to beat her with, are horses that are also coming off the bench. You know, Clarier obviously coming off that Breeders' Cup distaff, but so is Secret Oath, and then um, maybe Interstate Daydream is Daydream is a horse that's interesting. But that horse we haven't seen since August of last year, and so like the horses I would sim- kind of like to use in order to try to beat her in some cases, they're all in the same ballpark as she is, you know? And so I yeah. just can't get there with her. And, you know, Clarier is a horse who's come off uh, off of layoffs and ran pretty well. Other than that, uh, um, no, I guess that was, yeah, the, the August to November when she came up. And, yeah, she, I mean, it really ran great every single time. She's either won yeah. um, or, or ran really, really well. So, to me, the race sets up. Uh, he's yelling in the background, I'm done. <laughs> Um, the race sets up perfectly for her on top of, I, I think the fact that she will be ready to roll. So this will be a doozy of a race because, you know, the other thing too, that's worth mentioning secret oath. She has four starts at Oakland park, three wins. And the only time she lost is a third place effort against the boys in the Arkansas Derby. She has been dominant at Oakland park. So you got to think she's going to be running one of her better races. It's just, is she good enough she kind of faltered off at the end of the year last year. Is she going to be able to good, be good enough to upset Clarier? I don't think so. Clarier really only has one poor effort of her career. And that was that day, unfortunately, we saw her in the personal instant. But past that, she's pretty deadly. Rosario comes in to ride. I'm with you, Clarier. And I think it's the, it's the start of a big season. Hope so. All right, let's go to Santa Anita. Uh, on Saturday, race eight, the beholder mile stakes grade one 500k for Phillies mares, four year olds, and up on one mile. And uh, another race for the older Phillies and mares here, field of eight, fun to dream. You know, the Bob Baffert brigades in here, um, Midnight Memories, uh, uh, Ganadora, fun to dream. And then also, you've got Pauline's Pearl for Ashby's and the other Ashby's. He win two of these older mare races in a row, and then. Amo Ray, I think that's a very interesting horse here for Pratt and Brad Cox teaming up for that one. Um, this to me, are you going Bob Baffert? Because to me, none of those, none of his horses have been ultra impressive in this oh, out there. Kind of seems like it's right for one of these horses to come in and, and upset. Yeah, I am going to go Bob on top, but I'm not going to single in this spot. I, I like number eight, Fun to Dream, and I, I 
I guess I've been more impressed than you have with Fun to Dream. Winner of uh, five out of the last six starts, won six out of seven in her career. The only loss came to a stable mate going six and a half furlongs. The horse has won going two turns and looked really good at Santa Anita doing it. I just think Fun to Dream is the horse to beat here for Bob. And, you know, he draws outside, can stock off the or can sit off the pace and stock. I think the eight's tough in this spot. Uh, you know, I, I can't. The eight might be, you know, that to me is the horse. If there's a Bob Baffert I like, it's that's that one who hasn't lost in you know, four straight races. Uh, Ganondora is, is interesting just from a pace standpoint, but I think that's, it's, uh, I'm kind of off of that wagon. You know, listen, I, I went with Amo Ray for Brad Cox coming in here, getting Pratt aboard. These guys hit for almost 40% when they team up. And that's like a, a large sample size uh, when they team up. They just really, really good. And listen, you know, he could have he could have kept this horse uh, back at, at Oakland, but bringing the horse out here and really it's a $500,000 race. It's a grade one. Kind of makes you think this is his best horse that he thinks can win. Um, you know, he probably sent th- thought, who's, who can I win, win with out there? Feels like it's Amo Ray. This is a horse coming in off of two straight wins. Um, who's looked, re- as you can attest to, you know, in the Bay Coa, it looks really, really nice, I thought, that day. Um, seems like as getting better with each start with Brad Cox. Training well. Like I said, gets Pratt. I think this horse will be very dangerous. Um, kind of running late in this race, so I like the number five, Amo Ray. Hard to argue with the cl- with the uh, not the class. What am I trying to say? With the form, the recent form, she's been fantastic. Well, listen, I mean, you know, it, I think it's between her and to me, I like her and and uh, and your eight, um, fun to dream. The Pauline's Pearl obviously is interesting, but coming in off that Houston Ladies Classic, you got to think Aspie's thinking I, maybe I can split them up and win both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, usually to me, it's a good sign when like versus running her in that race with Clarier, maybe he thinks he can win both of these races, Pauline's Pearl, but you know, this is a horse we haven't seen run less than, uh, less than a mile, mile 16th, even since when was it like 2021, it's right? Been a while. Yeah. Um, that was at seven furlongs and she didn't win. Um, so it's just been a minute since she's gone rent this distance. It kind of makes you think. I don't know. I'm going to wait and see approach with her. I'd rather take a little bit more of a price on the five AMO Ray, but really good race. You got to watch both these races because another good, solid group of older Phillies and mares that are showing up out at Santa Anita. No doubt. Yeah. This is a, this is a pretty, pretty surprising how good the field drew. Yeah, it is. And, and like, I get, I mean, it's a $500,000 race. It's a grade one. And I mean, it just, I was surprised, even with those numbers, I, I to get a bunch of Bob Bafferts, obviously, but to get a really good Asmussen and to get a really good Brad Cox to come in, I think that's uh, pretty telling. So that's a hell of a race. All right, let's go back to Tampa Bay to close things out here in Rapid Fire Race 8. The Michelob Ultra Challenger Stakes Grade 3, 100K for four-year-olds and up. Going one and one sixteenth miles, field of nine lines up here, and I've, I've been waiting to ask, I've been waiting to ask you this question um, privately, just because I wanted to ask you on air. Where are we at with Skippy Longstocking now? Because I mean, that horse burned the hell out of us, burned the hell out of me in, in that Pegasus World Cup, eight to five morning line favorite here. I tried and I tried and I tried to beat him here i was like i'm done with him I, he, I, I, he ran so bad in pegasus he but i just look at this field and i'm like maybe that's this is the level of horse he is and he should win here 
Well, here's what I'm going to tell you. Okay. Funding came know. back and ran really well. Stiletto Boy came back and ran really well. Last Samurai's come back and ran really well. Proxies come back and ran really well. Skippy was just behind them. Let's just keep it going. I think Skip maybe that race was just, oh, White Mario came back in one as well. Maybe that race was just loaded, Jared. <laughs> I don't know. I, I Here's the deal. When they turned the corner, I thought Skippy was going to win the race. Me too. I mean, that's, and I think that's the, that's the toughest part about picking him is I thought, I loved where he was at. He just absolutely quit. I was watching Skippy and I was also watching Cyberknife and I knew Cyberknife was done early. Skippy looked like a winner. And then boom, just hit a wall. And I mean, I mean, a pretty, hard wall <laughs> just i mean stopped. it was a cement wall that horse hit if he runs back to the harlan holiday he's just a little bit better than this field we do have some interesting runners in here classic causeway obviously interesting but i just feel like skippy long stockings the best horse so i'm gonna go skippy long stocking i read ortiz back and board again i think that's a good sign yeah and you know to that to your point if you look at the form it is interesting you might be like oh you know he's so back and forth well he is and he isn't because you kind of look at the races he's in he wins an allowance. He runs pretty well in the Wood Memorial. Of course, getting second to Mo Donegal in early voting. Um, you, you know, your your Preakness and uh, and Belmont winners, um, not bad. And then runs in the Preakness. Obviously, wasn't good enough. Runs in the Belmont. Ran a very admirable race. Finished mm-hmm. third. But then cuts back to you know gets better class. West Virginia Derby rolls. Then they go to the Pennsylvania Derby. Way too tough. Not good. Goes to Harlan Holiday, like you said, really good. Grade three. Goes to Pegasus, hit a wall. And, you know, so it's like, to me, this is, if, if, he's in, if he's in a grade one here, I would, I probably could, I couldn't pick him, right? Yeah. But it definitely feels like the class. And oh, by the way, our favorite horse is in this race. <laughs> Gotta have, we should have slim on the show. Number seven, Tax. Tax. I still think Tax won. I mean, there it is. I had to play it, right? I, I, I was making sure I had it. I do have it. Tax. I still think Tax won. Is in the race. And, and anytime, you know, the thing, the, when, we, I, when I made that, remember, I don't remember which race it was, but he's, he, we knew he's coming. We were so excited. And then he scratched. Yeah. Like, yeah. crap, we can't even use that. Please come back, Tax. And tax has. So, yeah, yeah, Tax shows up here at the Seven Norse. Is there anyone else in this race that you like? Just quickly that... Uh, you were curious about interesting to see in classic causeway back on the dirt uh he likes tampa i like the two and i like the four and probably the one would be third uh, i do think classic causeway is going to run pretty well trademarks a horse that i think will run uh pretty well as well but you know end of the day though i it's just it's those three for me um also it's important to note Skippy Longstocking beat Pioneer of Medina on that December 31st race at Harlan's Holiday. Pioneer of Medina came back to win a stakes at Fairgrounds. So, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like he beat bad horses that day in the Harlan's Holiday, and he beat older horses that day, too. So, 2-4-1, Jared. We'll see. All right. Straight. Ice cold, he says. All right, let's yeah. go to the last one here. Race 9, the Hillsboro Stakes. Grade 2, really good race here. 225K. Uh, for Phillies and Mares, four-year-olds and up, going one and one-eighth miles on the turf. And man, dude, they—they they, uh, this is another nice field. Rugier for Brad or for Chad Brown, uh, Chantasera at two to one, seventy-two on Rugier, ten to one on California Queen. All Chad Brown. Chad Brown's got three horses in here. Scottish Star for Todd Fletcher at six to one. Um, Temple City Terror 
for Brett, uh, for uh, for Walsh at six to one, five to one on surprisingly for Suge. I mean, really, you've got options across the board here. I'm interested to know what you liked because I was all over the place trying to trying to get co- confidence in one of them. I want to know what you like. I went with a little bit of a flyer here. I'm going to go with number seven, Scottish star on top at six to one for Todd Pletcher. Luis Saez aboard. I just kind of look at this race and there's not a lot of speed in this race. And I think this horse will try to take them gate to wire. I, I've got a really good feeling this horse will get out in front. I think she gets out in front enough to get the job done. I think I like the stretch out here to a mile and an eighth too, as we have this early speed. So I think this is the one they're going to have to run down. I'll let them try to run me down here at Tampa. I think Scottish star gets out to that easy lead and takes some gate to wire. You know, the thing about this one was like, I, I didn't, I think what your all your logic's right with the seven. I'm wondering if the seven's going to want to go this far, but Mm -hmm that's the concern but it is like that's why i almost picked her or picked her, yeah picked her um just based off of the pace like maybe she can hold on just because the pace is um there's none there it's, it's her so I, I i get why you did that regier done with that horse uh temple city tear is interesting but we haven't seen that one off the layoff yet i i i i, I went with shanta sarah and i and I and I hate it, honestly. Like, I, listen, yeah. I picked Queen Do- Goddess to win that Pegasus. She won. She looked awesome. She ran huge. Chantasera ran second. I thought she ran really well. So, um, without that big effort from Queen Goddess, you know, Chantasera is winning that race. Yeah. You look at the past performances of the horse, other than that uh, that race at Keeneland after you know that last race uh, at the Breeders' Cup. She's really been good. You know, she's ran some couple triple digit buyers. She's been solid um you know really showed up every single effort except for that one so i'm just trying to look past the fact that I, you haven't really been quite able to trust her to kind of get in the winner circle this but i just don't like anyone else um in here enough so i went with number six shanta sarah i'm surprised you didn't either which kind of concerns me <laughs> it's a situation where she should win but we've kind of said that our last few and i kind of just got sick of it i'll probably I don't. I haven't really decided what I'm going to do as far as multi race goes, but I, she just kind of. I'll let her beat me. I well, I shouldn't say that, but I, I just. I don't know. Like she did run really well, but it, you never really thought she was going to win that race either. You know, down the stretch, I'm saying, kind of got blown out. Um, yeah. No, you're right. I, I think uh, all logical points. Uh, to me, this is a race. You, you can't afford. I mean, you got to go deep here, right? You got there's plenty of options because I mean I liked a lot of them. I, I think I think your horse could win. I think Shinter could win. I think uh, Temple City Terror could win. It, surprisingly, I didn't think it was awful. Um, you got to take a stand, but with options in with with able to go short in the Tampa Bay Derby and I think able to go short in the race prior, you might need to go deeper here. Yeah, I think you kind of said it. Your your race setup will kind of give you a chance to go, or your your structure setup, I should say kind of give you a chance to go a little bit deeper here than maybe you could have so probably that's the right decision yeah all right we uh i got number six shanta sarah and halterman's on the outside with uh number seven scottish star <laughs> listen we gotta give some kind i mean and i'm i'm listening every once in a while like this is by far the best my little helper's ever been you wouldn't ever. even known he was here other than 
my wiping incident. Right. So very well done, Cooper. Good job, Coop. He's done. Well, see, now you're going to ruin it. You don't, gosh. Damn. That's like when a dog is laying over in a corner, sound asleep, and it's real hyper, and then you go pet it, and then you expect it to be quiet for another 15 minutes. (laughs) Give give it a second. I'll have underwear being thrown in my head. Exactly. (laughs) You had to do it. You just wouldn't get off the air telling it. Jeez. Part of me wants to see what happens. I'm not gonna lie, so. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, we uh, we got to get out of here and we got to go pick up his brother um, <laughs> at school. So he's he's Cohen, Cohen was home from school yesterday, sick, um, and so Cooper's miss. I think he's missing him. So see, that's why I don't come to your house anymore. Everybody's sick all the Dude, time. Dude, I don't blame you. It we I the one positive thing is I, you name it. I've had it. This house has seen it. I yeah. mean, we've had like, you know, cause my, cause Cohen, you know, going to school for the first time this year um, in kindergarten, like he's just getting everything. And then of course brings it home. Cooper gets it. I get it. Everyone gets it. And so it's just, you, I got to call. That's <laughs> child Dennis. That's uh. That's gonna get you on a on a on a, on a report. You get reported for that. I don't think he was talking about the child, but <laughs> well, what was it? He's talking about you. Exactly. Did I say it was sick though? I don't know. Uh, exact is uh, shoddy. It's from uh, OG handicappers. Just get ready. We're gonna start uh, promoting them on the on the pod and throughout the site. Um, send us send us out some merch. I think Halterman's got yeah, yeah. He's got a polo on right there. OG handicappers. Um, Exactus. That's what I like in the Tampa Bay Derby. That's straight exacta. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes Dennis, you just not need not to say anything. Okay. Yeah, it's I think it is time to go though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh <laughs> here's the thing. I live in a house of of two children and me. So it's like my mind's not going there. And all you degenerates, that's where your minds are going. So yeah. shame on you. That's what I have to say to Davey and to Dennis. And sh- I'll throw shoddy in there. Yeah, throw shoddy. Really, yeah. yeah. She just yep. she doesn't really say it, she just kind of encourages it and you especially um i didn't do nothing <laughs> all right guys that's all the time we have check us out at racedudes.com for our free picks and our premium selections on our products page make sure you click that get race dudes premium button at the menu at racedudes.com to learn more uh we're on twitter at race underscore dudes instagram and facebook you can find all episodes of blinkers off by visiting our podcast page apple podcast spotify google podcast uh amazon all the places you listen we are on there including the magic mike show who will be up here in about an hour and a half, they are doing uh, the Tampa Bay Down Saturday late pick five. So if you want more analysis of that late pick five here at Tampa Bay, make sure you stick around and listen to that. A um, couple other things. Make sure you keep an eye out of our Twitter for uh, our appearances. The guys, uh, Halterman and Samish so far, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, I ever get cool enough to get invited, been on some on some VEASAN. Uh, analysis Samich is out in in, uh, in Vegas doing the NHC, so good luck to him for that. Um, but he's out there. He was live on the show yesterday. Halterman was on live the other day. Um, so make sure you tune in to, to uh, our, our Twitter. Follow us at Twitter at Racing Underscore Dudes. 
And uh, you can also subscribe to our premium subscription on, on Twitter so you can get the real, you can find out what the the, the spicy content we want to send out that we, we just, you know, the stuff that I, jokingly aside, that I'll text Halterman and be like, hey, can I send this? And he'll be like, no, <laughs> you can't tweet that. And I'm like, come on. And he's like, no, you can't. Now, I, don't even, I won't even ask. That's what the beauty of this is. I won't even ask. It's probably we need to root for Tapatrice to lose. <laughs> unless unless you're shoddy and you just go on and tell everyone about what we said in yeah. the premium. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> but um <laughs> but if, we, if if Tapatrice loses, it will be worth the subscription for sure. Yeah, it's like ten dollars a month. You'd yeah. be well, I I'll give you I'll give you twenty thirty dollars worth easily. Yeah, three months worth. Yeah, if Tapatrice loses, so that would be funny. Uh, just stay tuned for that. Hopefully, he doesn't. And if he wins, I'll, I'll give you some good content too. <laughs> uh, that's nice. I always that's love the, the chat features of uh, good, hero. Blinkers Off. This is why you need to tune into our Blinkers Off Live. You know, go to racingdudes.com or search for us on YouTube. You'll see all our videos. Um, subscribe on our YouTube channel. And you can get alerted when we go live for these and interact with us and be stupid and have inappropriate remarks like most people do. And, and we laugh. Yep. Any final thoughts? No, that's good. <laughs> that's it. Now listen. It, yeah. v from two to five central time. It's called sharp money. Patrick and Amal, the hosts. Uh, they've been nice enough to have me on and Samajan so far. Jared's going to be in the queue at some point. So check that out. Good show. Really good show. Yeah, it's really solid. It's all obviously sports betting, handicapping. Um, the guys have been talking, you know, NHL and college basketball and everything, you know, in between. Um, obviously, once Derby gets closer, we'll be on there a lot talking Derby, yep. uh, things of that nature. So really excited to to be on there and share our thoughts. Um, and hopefully, you know, Haltzman, I think you're undefeated so far on the show. So Yes, I am undefeated. Samish has done pretty well. Uh, also, he did lose couple yesterday but he's been doing well so yeah uh we've uncovered some things from uh from a stat standpoint with hockey that we've been doing really well with so hopefully that keeps it up and uh yeah it's, it was fun uh first time on the show i think i went three and oh so that was that was good that, I, that was a big relief that night when those bets came in all right guys uh, again make sure you check that out make sure you check out all our shows at racingdudes.com make sure you follow us on twitter for halterman's risque posts and all those things in between all right i'm jared welch he's aaron halterman good luck this weekend and tap a trice you son of a bitch you better win for me this weekend all right see you guys racingdudes.com for all of your needs racingdudes.com for all of your leads racingdudes.com for all of your bets racingdudes.com as good as it gets racingdudes.com for all of your needs racingdudes.com for all of your leads racingdudes.com for all of your bets racingdudes.com as good as it gets RacingDudes.com is your home for the best free picks for every race, every track across the country. We're ramping up for the 2023 Kentucky Derby, and we want you to join us in the fun. Subscribe to Racing Dudes' YouTube channel, like click the notification bell so you never miss a single video. Want to make money betting horses? Bet with the Racing Dudes.